Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing Loki Season 2, Episode 1, Ouroboros. It came back and bit its tail. All that aboard of this. Ah. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. Yeah, I'm Jeff Randall. Sorry. <clears throat> and I'm Jeff Randall. <laughs> I'm Ashley Coffin. <laughs> this is like the second week in a row you've like scared Ashley with your uh my name Jeff Randall. Uh <laughs> <It's a surprise>. <laughs> 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 gotta shake it up after a few years, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um so we have seen Loki episode one. If you are here and you have not seen Loki season two, episode one, uh you, you may wanna you may wanna uh, come back when you're uh, good and prepared because we're gonna talk about it in spoilery detail. Um uh, let's get into it. What did you guys think? Loki season two. Very happy. So happy. I feel like my friends are back. You know. Yes. And it's it's like they never left. Yeah. You know? Well, yes. I feel like the tone was a little looser in this than it was last season. That makes sense. Yeah. No. Absolutely. You know, it 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 happens with shows uh, when they get when they get multiple seasons, the characters and the actors get more comfortable with each other. I felt like Owen Wilson was doing a lot more Owen Wilsoning. In this episode, oh, he had some lines. <laughs> oh, he had some great ones and some some skin actions. Question mark. Skin question mark was so funny. It was so and good. When they ask it, when they say, "Or your skin will fly off," and he, he just does this like a uh, shrug. He's hand, like throws his hands up, and he's just yep. so it, when he's talking to Loki about how it looks when he uh, disappears or whatever. It was straight out of uh, like wedding crashers. Like it was so funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! What? Do you, what do you? It's not. It's not that bad. It's not. It. It looks horrible. It looks horrible. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. It looks like you're being born and you're dying at the same time. But you said it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I can handle it. I can't handle it. And I love. Oh my God! They did uh, such a funny thing where, like, they used the cutaway where they mm-hmm. turned the camera toward the person that was in the elevator and, like. How does it actually look? And she's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> gulp. The, the <laughs> subtitles just said gulp. Yep, just gulp. It's, it it's so the good. humor. It's like the right on time humor that I've been kind of missing. I'm very happy with it. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was really good last season. But last season, I guess it felt like a little more like rehearsed, a little less in the moment. And this just felt really loose and good. I I liked it a lot. It's still hard getting used to. It. It's not like our Loki. And every time I have to remind myself because this week I watched the season one over again, just you know for funsies, mm-hmm. which it was. And it is still hard to be like, but he doesn't know everything. But he's, you know, now we have this completely different version of Loki who's going to go forward, I hope, in the timeline. I don't know. This I have so many more questions. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of questions I have after this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a point where I just kind of gave up trying to, <laughs> to understand what the hell was going on. I was just like, whatever, man, we're going on a ride. Yeah, no, that's the thing I thought was really interesting. They are doubling down on the nerdy time travel stuff this season, and I am here for it. You know I'm here for it, and yeah. Ashley is going to have okay a lot more. It. I was okay with the be- like because they did it really well. We didn't spend too much time there. It was back and right. forth, and then we went to the future, and then everything was fine. Like, I don't know. I was really like, because that scene where he goes into like the conference room, and he prunes away the wall, the mosaic, and reveals oh. the Kang face was like, ugh. That was yes. so cool. Yes. And the the like the delivery of his of his lines there with like this this is the person who's 
what was it? Conquered the timelines, whatever it was that he said there. Like his, he was, I felt terror because of the way that he was delivering those lines. Well, it makes sense for the trailer where he, we're like, where did, like, why is he so scared of Kang? No, no, no. That was it. That was all it took (laughs) was that little interaction. (laughs) Remembering what happened in the Citadel. Yeah. Like if this is a guy that weaponizes Eliath and tames the time stream to make Mm -hmm. the, the sacred timeline, like, that's a very powerful being. And and him, you know, it's so interesting. Loki spent the entire first season being humbled, right? He spent the, spent the beginning of it being like, I'm a god. What are you doing? I, I rewatched episode one the other day, and it, and it has this great line. It's a great moment where there's a guy, and he, like, works for Goldman Sachs. And he, like, is a Goldman Sachs employee. And he's like, I work for Goldman Sachs. Where are you taking me? Like, he's, a, he's like a <laughs> yeah. tech. I don't know. He's like a banker bro or whatever. The guy who forgot his ticket? Yeah, 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 I don't. It's just really funny, and uh, then it cuts to Loki, and that's who Loki is. The whole first episode, he's like, "I'm the god of mischief. You guys will serve me." Like I'm, and then he yeah. gets humbled, and especially in the moment with the Infinity Stone, and then it continues to happen. But then the end of the season is like a whole nother level. Like he thinks he's kind of ascended past the TVA, like he's kind of got a handle on what's going on, and then he meets this guy who like knows everything he's going to do and it's just the 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 amount of power there of knowing everything the amount of knowledge and power that's involved is just like completely terrifying to him in a way that not even the beginning of the season was and the beginning of the season was him like seeing infinity stones as paperweights you know what i mean like it's just such a big level of like terror in him i mean the this is a guy (laughs) who somehow exists outside of the outside of time, right? Like, the TVA exists outside of time, it happens differently there, (laughs) but then beyond that is where He Who Remains is, right? And Loki got kicked through the time door and is because, like, oh god, I'm I'm struggling to, like, reconcile it. (laughs) Struggling to reconcile that. I'm having I'm having a hard time reconciling that. <laughs> like, it seems like because he was outside of time, got kicked through a time door into the wrong time. He's like blipping back and forth, and that's what mm-hmm. that's what the time slipping is about. But you're not supposed to be able to do that in the TVA. The TVA right. functions that's, differently. That's what everybody keeps saying. But but what if it was that he who remains made this technology, or Kang made this technology? And like put limiters on it to right. keep it from being able to function here. Well, and that's the question I had throughout this was like all these things that people believe, like you can't do that in the TVA. Is that a part of the lie they've been believing this whole time, or is that mm. uh, something that has changed? You know what I mean? Like yeah. the fact that you can't time slip in the TVA is that just like knowledge they have from? It seems like Ouroboros like understands the time stream in a way that no one else does. Like he built all this technology. He talks about how he like designed a bunch of this stuff. Like he seems really smart and I, I, I love Ouroboros. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote that book. I wrote uh, it myself. <laughs> Ken was like, it reminds me of Forge. When are we going to get Forge? I was like, baby, he's an X-Men. We got to wait a little bit, but I get yeah. what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so cool. Yeah. I would love to see Ouroboros and Forge get together. 
Think about the things that could be made. I love that he was like, are you remembering uh, now what he's saying? Like, are you, is he talking to you now in the past or are you just remembering it? Oh my gosh. No, the best line of that. This, 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 this episode works on so many levels because I think if you just don't want to pay attention to the time travel or the themes, it just works as like, Loki is distracted by the Sylvie of it all, and he doesn't really do what he needs to, but then his friend saves him anyway. Like, that's the, the overall arc. It's just like cool space, bright lights. You got to p- take the MacGuffin into the chamber and fix the thing, right? Like, it just it works on that level. But on then on, a, on another level, it's about freaking this crazy time travel elements that nobody really understands. And the, that line where he says that you were talking about, where he's like, um, uh, are you are you understanding what I'm saying? And he's like that makes sense. There's yeah. no flaw in that logic. <laughs> it's such a great lantern hung because there's so many flaws in that logic that so is not much. a good version of time travel. Like it doesn't really work. It couldn't work that way because you now are it, yeah. It's like for some reason in this version of time travel, these two particular moments in time are connected in a way that when you speak here, you're remembering it here, but you didn't remember it all between like it makes no sense at all but i love that he's like there's no flaw in that logic like it's just so (laughs) funny so funny and and then the episode operates on a third level of this like what does it mean to have your faith destroyed like all these people are like we believe this thing and now we see clear evidence that it's not happening and some of them are ready to give it up and we saw this last season too but some of them are like wanting to double down and when they run into that thing and there's a bunch of them running to like prune something and they're chasing Sylvie and the guy i think it's D90 says I don't buy it and it's like are they are some of them going to be like acolytes of Kang or like trying to hold on to what the TVA was? Are they going to try to continue the atrocities? Like the whole idea of them, like contending with the idea that they did atrocities, like they're sitting around the table going like, no, 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 we've been doing this terrible thing and we have to stop. And some some of them don't want to believe it and they want to keep doing them because they don't want to believe what they've been doing was bad. I don't know anything else. Right. Yeah. Oh, is it just that all of their minds have been wiped over and over again? Too many times. Too many. Is times. that mm. what's happening? I don't like, know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You can't have that happen too many times. Yeah, I think it's just all of them realizing that that the. I mean, it's like Renslayer last season. They are, uh, you know, Hunter B fifteen and Loki uh, and Mobius realized the flaw that the timekeepers weren't real, and they decided to fight the system, and then. There's characters like Renslayer who are like, oh, no, no, I'm going to find out who's really in power and still continue to serve him. You know, Mm -hmm, it's uh, like, so is there groups of TVA agents kind of falling down those lines or are that one? There's a creepy line. The lady says where she's like, I can do anything. And it's this realization she's having. And that's that's the lady that we see later carrying through a bunch of soldiers or whatever. I think. No, no, no. It it might be a different lady. The General Dox is the one that was going with the soldiers through the thing. Okay. She was a different judge. Okay. My thinking was that, like, and it could still be, that, like, though that lady's like, I can do anything. And then she comes up with some sort of plan that may not even be related to what they're doing. Like, she might Mm. just be like, okay, I can do anything. We could take a group of TVA agents and take over a timeline for ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, we could (laughs) go, like... 
yep. organize our own sacred timeline. We could become our own masters of time. Sky's the limit. Place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I love it. Renslayer, though, I feel like, am I going to get my desire? Are you, are you going to see their love? They were talking. So were you guys a little confused when it, it looked like Kang left a, a message for Loki? Yes. Yeah, that's and what it felt like, like at oh first. It felt God, like he was he just talking he, to him. Yeah, and yeah. then I, then he rewound it, and I was like, oh, he's talking to my girl. He's talking to Ravonna. Which still I don't fully understand, like, when that happened. Like, did Ravana go back and meet him at the beginning of the TVA, and, like, they set it up together? Don't or know. did Ravana meet him somewhere along the way? I don't know. It's it's very interesting. Is the version talk that's talking to him in that mo- her in that moment? Is it he who remains, or is it the new? Because we all assumed when we saw the end of Loki, this is what like is kind of blowing my mind. It's totally different than we assumed <laughs> at the end of Loki. We assumed that that he goes back to the TVA, and now a version of Kang variant has taken over the TVA. That is not what happened. No, it's that, a totally new timeline. Line. Right. Well, and it's a total. Well, no, 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 no. Well, it's, it's like a, totally, the, like they it's just the keep past. living different lives. So he keeps like pruning whole society. He's like not pruning, but like erasing everyone's mind and being like, let's start again. Right. And he does different versions of the TVA. It seems like he's been yeah. he's been re rebooting the TVA over time. And the only reason yeah. Mobius knows or or is because he got off the elevator by mistake. Like the, this whole thing is 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 is. It's it's weird, um, but the weird thing is like at the end of season two, we see those timelines branching, and they're like, "What do we do?" And they're sitting there talking, and they're like, "I guess we got to let it go." Like they're saying something, but that's the past version of them, not the future version of them. Because when Loki runs in there to talk to them, and the things are splitting off, that's happening in the past. So it's happening throughout all time, even for the TVA. It seems okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Please. So, I got some real Fifth Element vibes though when he jumped yes. out that window. <laughs> oh yes. yeah. When we say he's rebooting the TVA, like is he is he wiping everyone's memories and then like reconstructing everything? Like okay, well this one with like Kang the Conqueror in charge, like that didn't work. So let's exactly. do let's do some some timekeepers and put like little robots in place to be, like, you know, they'll be the ones that are. Was that the iteration that most recently happened? And That's is everybody just waiting around to get reset? We have no idea if he, when he traveled back, the two points of time where he's bouncing between, they didn't give us any context for when that was. That could be two years ago. It could be 2,000 years ago. Like, we just have no context for when. Oh, well, Casey says that crack's been on the floor as long as I've been here. As long well, as we I can remember. Right. So we don't know if Casey... Has had his. We, we, we've had that suspicion since season one that people are having their minds wiped. And it, that was confirmed this episode. But you're right. We don't know if it's like individuals over time are having their mind wiped, or it seems that uh, Ouroboros has never had his mind wiped, or at least not since the 400 years ago. But he doesn't interact with anyone else. And maybe they keep his <laughs> mind. He comes to see him. Yeah, he's been alone for 400 yeah. years. Like maybe he is. Uh, he's kept whole because they need him to be able to work on everything. They need him to continue growing in knowledge, but all the other characters they're rebooting, and that's why they keep him sectioned off or whatever. But that's the weird thing, though. That's the strange thing. It's been 400 years. Mm-hmm. And time doesn't work like normal in there. Right. So, like, how long has it been 
Or does time actually pass there? That is the question. And it, it seems like it it seems like it has to in yeah, some way it has or another. To. Like and we've been talking about this since the beginning of the show. Like, how does the TVA work? And I love I thought they were gonna ignore that question. I love that we're like almost exclusively talking about it in this episode. Yeah, yeah. It's like very season confusing. one. They just sort of like hand waved it away. And this season they're like, let's have whole episodes where we're just going to talk about how time works in the TVA. And like, and then it's still not going to make sense. It's still not going to make sense, but we're going to claim it does. Like we're going to pick the smartest (laughs) character. Yeah. Yeah. We talked all about the time threads last season and how like it looked like the sacred timeline was made up of like these undulating threads. And we assumed that might be slightly different timelines maybe or something like Mm. that. But it seems that like, no, it's like all these different time whatevers are being stitched together to to make the sacred timeline. I don't know, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. And like, apparently the loom wasn't made to take that many streams and like, Mm -hmm. he's going to fix it. How is he going to fix it? (laughs) I'm, I am so confused. Well, he's not going to fix it. He just said he, had to close the blast doors to protect the TVA. So he can't fix it. The TVA can't control it. He said he's going to close the blast doors to protect the TVA until he can figure out how to like function in this new paradigm or whatever. And he was going to get really old and his skin was going to fall off. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I love though. I love when, when Mobius is carrying it. He's just like, uh, OB. This piece right here just fell off. Is that okay? My mask is <laughs> he just cracked. Keeps going. Duct tape. Oh, yeah, the duct tape. Slap a duct tape on us. Wow. You're, you're good. good. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he's like, you're gonna see someone hoof it like it's never been hoofed before. And he's like, <laughs> Cool. Okay. Just walks away. <laughs> Another hilarious moment to me that it was very Owen Wilson was the like. Don't worry, man. Renslayer kicked me down some stairs, too. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> she kicked me through a portal. <laughs> yeah, I got kicked down some stairs, too. It was a draw. Yeah, so you both kicked each other through time doors at the same time? Don't worry, man. Renslayer kicked me down some stairs, too. It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. I was actively trying not to fight her. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. I like so that Loki good. finally blew the whistle on uh, Miss Minutes. He, he's like, yeah. don't talk to her. Don't talk to her. <laughs> oh, what happened to Miss Minutes? Where's Miss Minutes going to come in? Aggressively and as a jump scare. <laughs> yeah. This, this episode felt almost like a horror. It did have uh, some thriller aspects to it. Some like thriller sure. elements, yeah, with the mm-hmm. lights flickering and him walking yeah. through the and everybody music. else running yeah. away. It was tense. It was real mm-hmm. tense. And the threat of being skin burn off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. turn into spaghetti or yeah. whatever he's Yeah, said. it's best that you not think about that. <laughs> Do you know how black holes they're theorized to turn you into spaghetti? Oh, well, like, don't worry a about thing? it. thing? I don't know anything about yeah, black holes. Yeah, I've heard people say that. How do they know that? Anyway, that's a whole different thing. Uh, it's a process called spaghettification, and it's no. because the gravity at the front of the object <laughs> lying to is me. stronger I'm a than the gravity at the back. <laughs> And you're it Loki, stretches you and out. I know you're lying to me. <laughs> I love, I love that Jeff threw out the pop culture science word for that. It's called spaghettification, and you were just like, no. No, it's not. <laughs> Wait, that's real? <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff. Yeah, it's a real thing. 
Oh, I take it back. Sorry. <laughs> but no, that's no, no. I think you're just <laughs> as right to like. It's no one really you knows can what happens. Have your made-up word. <laughs> sure. Is the Earth flat too, Jeff? <laughs> no. <laughs> Parts of it. <laughs> Parts of it. Yeah. Facets. Fair. That's fair. Mm. It's all polygons. <laughs> I just keep thinking about the like way that everyone at the at the table took the timekeeper revelations differently and how that's going to lead to the conflict of the season. It really seems like there's going to be like multiple factions of the TVA, which we talked about on a previous episode, how that could be a possibility. But this is not how I was expecting it to go down. We were talking about different timelines and stuff, like fighting each other, different versions of the TVA. But it seems like there are people within the TVA that are going to continue the fight for some sort of order keep doing what they're doing because it's important to them because it's what they only think they know. You know what I mean? Well, I think that might be the factions, though. Because right. there were there were at least three, four people at that war room table, and they mm-hmm. all seem to be reacting differently and have their own kind of a little contingent within that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was the, the creepy, like, head boop between the general lady and X5. Like... Are they mother son? Like what kind of weird relationship? Like B fifteen looked at it like the whole time. Huh? That's me in a conference. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> let me know when this is all over. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, there, yeah, that, that sleeping guy was weird. That was <laughs> what a was weird, going on there? What, what is happening there? Um, no, but one of them says the timekeepers were fake, but their warnings were real, as yep. if they're going to continue to just buy into whatever the timekeepers have been saying, even though they realize it's all lies. It, it's just really interesting, and I, I just, I can't help but see it through, like, the lens of, like, sort of, I mean, it literally, like, religious trauma and, like, like sort of unraveling faith and, like, trying to understand what the world's like without what you've believed your whole life. Like, that's just really interesting to me. I love this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what do you think about uh, the new McDonald's order eating like Sylvie? <laughs> I mean, she's going to order all that, but she's only going to be able to eat maybe a burger and like four nuggets. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of waste. And she's she not going to feel I great try later. Everything. I get it, though. Get me the McFrosty. <laughs> I want the cake, the apple pie. I'm sorry, the ice cream machine's broken. So it was what? Oklahoma? She was in Broxton. She was in Broxton, Oklahoma. Yeah, which is where New Asgard is in some versions, right? In the, oh, in the comics. Yeah, that's, that's where New fun. Asgard is. That's a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. Which I, it makes me wonder if she's going to like set up a new Asgard in that town. Ooh. I think she's just in it for Sylvie. She's like, my name is Stephanie. And <laughs> I work at McDonald's now. <laughs> I love that. I, yeah. It reminds me of Mobius and his like fascination with uh, uh, jet skis. Jet skis, like, personal watercraft. Just, yeah, it's a per- actually it's a personal watercraft. Um, I just love the idea that he's like that. She sees this world and she just sees freedom. Like she mm-hmm. doesn't even care about the galactic war and like t- multiverse war. She's just like, oh man, I did it. I'm free. Yeah. I freed the timeline. Now I can go experience life. Yeah. And even though I'm going to just work in an 80s McDonald's, like, which was weird to see because I remember those like 80s McDonald's. (laughs) But she says, I want to try everything. Like, that's, I love that. I love it so much. Why would you pick 1982 as, like, why is that the time? It's a good, the 80s, anywhere between 82 and 87, lots of fun. Great music. Pretty solid movies. 
84 Cord- was probably the best. Cordo B in the in the chat says the people here aren't screaming in terror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She's only lived in apocalypses her whole like existence. So <laughs> You just yep. found love though with yourself and she just let that slip away. I wouldn't let him slip away for anything. <laughs> did, did she? Did she? I guess did she, she kicked him. always through. come back. I know. Well, know, she kicked yeah. him to a place where he can go and get more equipment to do exactly that thing again. So, like, or Borealis or whatever. Yeah, the snake dude. that eats its own ass, as I called it last night. <laughs> when we were all talking about Ahsoka, I brought up the. Uh, that's why when the the episode when I went, huh? We just went way into this in Ahsoka. Starting oh, with funny. that thing that snake that eats its own ass. It's like forever time or whatever. Ouroboros. The Ouroborealis, right? Like the yeah, <laughs> Ouroborealis, exactly. Uh, why was the temporal loom inside of Cerebro? That's the only thing that I was curious. That about. is such a good question. Well, temporal loom made me think of temporal lobe, just as which that they always you touch when you use your oh, brain yeah. power. Yeah, yeah. For I was like, they're hours. not making it that simple, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Charles Xavier to the Cerebro. Yeah, just bring Charles Xavier in that way. It'd be really weird. <laughs> He's just like hanging out in the temporal loom. Hi. <laughs> I've been expecting you. Yes. <laughs> he does that. He, he takes his old self and talks to his young self. He'd be into this. Yeah. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey things happen in X-Men all the time. Yeah, they do. I mean, Bishop, Cable, the Summers family. like ugh. All of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. Man, I I, re- I really like the lines about when, when Loki is talking about Sylvie and how she w- she made the different choice than he made, and he's like, "Well, but what if he's right? How can she be so certain?" And it's just like really interesting to me because like I don't know. It's just this. It, 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 I keep going back to this, but it's that idea that all these other people are deciding to maybe pretend continue to believe Renslayer is deciding she's going to continue to serve whoever's behind it and continue to do what that's the way these other people at the council seem to have some form of that that's going on and then even Loki gets to the end of time and Sylvie decides not to believe this guy he's been lying to her her whole life she's not going to believe him she's going to kill him and then Loki still decides to believe this guy at the end of time. And it, it just, it's just really interesting who's deciding to believe yeah. what and who's deciding to give up what I kind of believe beliefs. him, right? He wasn't lying. We don't I mean, know what he was well, lying Well, we kind of know because the next Avengers movie is called Kang Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. We know. I do think that he's telling the truth mostly, but I, I understand where Sylvie would not believe him because she's been lied to by this person her entire life. Mm-hmm. And I also think he's, a, as I've said over and over, I think he's a bit of a flawed narrator because I think he's telling a story that through his perspective about how terrible the other Kangs are, but he's the one who killed them all and ended the multiversal war by destroying all the timelines. So like, eh. <laughs> you know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> That's also what makes Loki so freaking scared of him though is, mm-hmm. you know, knowing how bad they all are and like this is the guy that did it yeah exactly yeah yeah what was the deal with the phone call you do you think i have no idea who pruned him who yeah who pruned him mm-hmm. who was calling what were they gonna say and then how sylvie in the hell there. did sylvie get into that elevator and yeah. like like she was 
Oh, there you are. She had bangs at that point. We, we've been introduced to all these characters, and the only person we've seen time traveling, we've seen multiple versions of multiple characters, and most of them we've kind of understood why they're, they're where they are. Like the TVA agents, Loki met multiple of them in different times. Uh, Loki, of course, is jumping between times. But Sylvie, we have no idea why she's existing at a McDonald's in Broxton, Oklahoma, but also existing in an elevator at the TVA where she's climbing out. Like, it doesn't really, like, we don't, we have no idea what's up with Sylvie. And who, someone pruned Loki from behind. He's mad about getting pruned from behind. They pruned him from behind at the exact moment he needed to be pruned yep. to travel into the, So, whoever Was did it. Was it another him? Is right, is it someone from? Is it him from an, another time travel coming back to prune himself to make sure he is existing? Yes, yes. Yeah. actually, like yeah. that—that that makes the most sense mm-hmm. uh, because, like, he has to link up with Sylvie, right? At some point, he knows that he has to be pruned. At that moment, in the future, she says, "There you are." She wasn't talking to him that we were following. She was talking to him. Behind, behind him. him? Maybe. 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 I like maybe. it. Yeah. So I do think it's very possible that whoever does that, we see the other side of that later. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I like That's it. That's cool. That's really, really cool. Mm. But it happened so fast that you're just like, wait a minute. Wait, what? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> like, that, is that why the phone call's ringing? Like they knew that would lure. I don't get the. Maybe. And if the phone call is something important, Will someone answer it? And I think the answer is probably yes. Like, if we do find out what happened, like, the way that he had such fear of that phone made me think it was He Who Remains or a Kang variant. And I don't know. He just picks know. it up. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. It'd no, be it weird to see minutes. him use a phone. Like It was, it was Miss Minutes on the phone. I've never seen Loki use a telephone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what is this device? Ghostbusters, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> he picks it up and she's like, hey, y'all. <laughs> uh, I don't like her. <laughs> I love her. I can't wait to see what, what Miss Minutes has been up to in the interview. I knew time. she was shady, that shifty bee. When he, was, when he was walking down the hallway and the phone was ringing, I was getting Matrix vibes. I was like, is that how That's it gets pruned? A- is it the phone? Mm. Is he going to... Mr. Loffyson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is not the Matrix. Yeah. He was doing some Matrix stuff, though, with his woo, you know, moving around, you know, when they do with the oh, arms yeah. real fast. It's kind of Matrixy. <laughs> I love this episode. It's, it's fulfilling on so many levels and, like, in different ways. You can watch it with all kinds of levels of interest and levels of, like, whatever. And I just think it's that's when the stuff is hitting at its best, when there's stuff for everybody and there's thematic, wonderful stuff. There's weird, nerdy stuff happening where we can analyze time travel. And then there's just fun, like, little adventure stuff. You know, like, that's <laughs> when all of this sci-fi and, like, uh, superhero genre fiction like works best when it's hitting at all those levels, and this is doing that. And I, I'm, I'm in, man. I'm in. And, and somebody gets to have a monologue about jet skis, and then have that <laughs> monologue interrupted by somebody going, "I don't give a shit." What do we think about that guy? I don't care for him. I don't care for his attitude. I don't care for like the vibes I get off him. I feel like I'm supposed to be like, "Oh, he's a new character now," and maybe I'm supposed to care about him, but I don't like him. Oh, no, I think we're supposed to not like him at this point. Soldier Boy. Yeah, I have a feeling he'll be a character we eventually like. X5. X5? I guess that's his his designation, like Hunter X5. Okay. And, like, when he was standing there and, like, 
in the room, he had his hands resting on his on his armor. One glove had an X on it, and the other had a five on it. No, like, just in case people bro. forgot. Yeah, like I come on, it. bro. I love <laughs> it. Loser. Okay, here, here's here's a here's a weird theory. What if we get to know a character like that? Like, what if we got to know him and he's you know like he's kind of an asshole, but he's like whatever. And then it's revealed that he's a variant, and everyone goes to their timelines to find where, where their homes are or whatever. And like that's how they introduce like an interesting Marvel Comics character. Like he goes back to his life to find out where he where his timeline actually is where before he was pruned and he's like Cyclops. I was just going to say Cyclops because it's the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. The vibe, That's the vibe so is funny. very Cyclops. Yeah. It's, he's, he's definitely got that. I'm a prick and I want to be a leader vibe. Do it. Yep. Give me X-Men bring in the mutants. We've already kind of did it with Miss Marvel. They said it. They said they it. Said they it. said the word. So. They played the music. Yeah. It'd be such a cool way to bring in the X Men too. Like it'd be unexpected completely. We had no one speculated that. But like, if we find out that the TVA has X Men in it, they've been just, they've been pruning people that get X genes or whatever because they oh don't need God. like they they've been trying to keep the X Men out. But now th- those pruned X Men are hanging out in the TVA, and we find out a bunch of like our our TVA agents have actually been That'd X-Men. Be cool. Oh man, it would be real cool. I love that. Yeah. The Avengers are like, man, we have a lot of help now. <laughs> like, yeah. Good luck yeah. whoever comes here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like Galactus. <laughs> the the temporal the temporal loom being in Cerebro makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's all about this. And Owen Wilson is going to be <laughs> I was trying to think of who Owen Wilson would be, but I couldn't think of somebody. Owen Wilson is going to be Professor X because he was connected to it. Like, he, oh. was, he had the tube on his back and everything. Like, he had the uh-huh. whole thing. Yeah. Mm. I see him as more of like a morph. Ooh, he could be a morph. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I dig yep. that. Morph gets a little too angsty. Well, I feel like we're, we're nearing the end of our instant reaction. Um, does anybody have any, any last thoughts about the, uh, the Loki season two, episode one? I just want to know what the hell's going on, but I'm also just <laughs> oh. loving the ride. Yeah, I really I'm love that. The ride. Every time Loki popped out of his little swizzle thing, he did his like. He did hair his hair flip. flip. Every yep. time. <laughs> Every time it was going for Ashley. For Ashley. And he just for kept Ashley, doing for it. All time, and I was always. like, always, baby. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You know, I was just really happy to see everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me too. Me too. All my friends are back. I've been waiting right here. Mm-hmm. And I hate to do that because I do hate to be like, oh no, it's our original. Like, what? It's one of our beginning people and we just like cling to sure. every piece of content that has like our originals. But like Secret Invasion kind of, you know, did some, allegedly did some people dirty. Um, but I don't think this one's going to. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> That's the rumor. Like trying to get out of the like, uh, out of getting people I'm mad at you. I say, you know, it's allegedly. <laughs> some allegedly. people. Some have said that they didn't like it. I say nothing. I say nothing at all. Not me. Oh man. Okay. Uh, Waterfall Angel says red string theory. Ob is the equivalent of Iron Lad. Ooh. Huh. Hmm. Ooh. Interesting. I don't know. We got a lot of people who are like good in the shop when it comes to Marvel, like techie people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Does OB, are there any other Marvel characters that are like OB? 
Like, is that a, is that anybody? Like, yeah. it'd be interesting. Aurora Borealis. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's he's a character, right? <laughs> he has, like, oh, is actual, it? Is there another actual? I character think named he's Aurora an actual Borealis? Marvel character called that. Does he eat his own ass? That that never mind. That didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I meant like a snake, but then it sounded. <laughs> different <laughs> yep that's what it sounded like when when ashley said it too earlier it didn't hit my ears that way when i said it it hit my ears that way yeah uh-huh uh, for million one hey one's in the chat good to see you again but uh perhaps ob helps give birth to another character birth oh not because that he, way. he eats his own tail. <laughs> he, that yeah. actually is a very good call uh, for Million One. I think that it is very likely that we will end Obi's story with a grandfather paradox, now that you say that. Like, oh, no. I don't know about birthing another character, but like, <laughs> he's going to do something that causes him to exist. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, he's going to eat his own tail, as it were. Um and there'll be no flaw in that logic. <laughs> yep. Uh, Waterfall Angel said something that crossed my mind while you were saying that was, what if it's the Kang variant? Just like, they're all variants. Yeah, that's the Iron Lad uh, thing. Oh, because, um, well, that, yeah, I know said. he's like the younger Kang variant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, it's totally, totally, totally possible. I, I, I thought that as soon as I saw um, that weird douchebag X5, I was like, Kang. It's Kang. Kang. Don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yep. All right. Well, that looks like all the all the things we we had. One person say something up here in the chat that tagged us. Uh, I just like to say I'm wearing my Loki ring that Jess Kamai got me. Girl, I've worn it all day. Thank Ooh, you. Representing. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Marvel fan sixty two says uh, felt a bit fast, but I'm excited for more. It's forty five minutes. Yeah, it seemed uh, substantial. And there apparently we covered it on Multiverse News this week. Early early critics came out and said it had mostly very positive things to say, but they confirmed that every episode is over 40 minutes. That is good to know. Yes, it really for is. For timing like, wise. I'm wondering if they mean 40 minutes of actual content though or if they mean like 40 minutes. Sometimes they say like it's 40 minutes and then one will be like 32 minutes and it'll be like 3 minutes of real of normal credits and then a bunch of uh you know, international credits at the end. Yeah, it's like seven <laughs> minutes of credits plus the intro plus the yeah. last week on. So I would like every episode to actually be forty minutes, like the full the episode, because um, I just I could watch this show forever. I'm excited forever for all time, always, baby. Always. And uh, I guess that's all I gotta say. You got, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, if you haven't been uh, joining us here on the MCU cast lately. Uh, the Strand Panda has a new show that I really want to pump up. Uh, we've been making multiverse news every week. Um, so go, if you're, if you're new, uh, we just cover like all the entertainment news fit to print, like just talk about all the entertainment news, all the geeky entertainment news. So it's a lot of fun. We talk about covering, you know, Marvel, DC, Star Trek, Star Wars, blah, 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 all the things, Harry Potter, just basically anything like that. And, uh, I really would love for you guys to go subscribe over there and check it out. It's, a uh, it's a show I've really enjoyed making, and it has a bunch of people from our network over there on it all the time. So, uh, yeah, check out Multiverse News, everybody. You guys want to uh, plug anything while we're here for Loki? Uh, yeah, I have a horror cast called Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater. We are all going to see The Exorcist be- Beginnings or whatever, it's, or Believer, The Exorcist Believer mm. this weekend. <laughs> I don't have high hopes, but uh, we'll see how that goes, and we're going to review that. But we do all things horror over there. 
And uh, it's a lot of fun. So Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater on all the things that you can get podcasts. And then we just covered Ahsoka on Pandavision uh, on the network. Yeah, Same thing. Get it everywhere. And yeah, we had a lot of yeah. fun with that. That episode will have just dropped because I'm going to drop that tonight when we get off here. <laughs> oh, sweet. sweet it sweet, ran yeah. right over. He, Yeah, I was like, I don't have any time. Because Loki, <laughs> I was just, tonight went real fast. I was worried I was going to be super tired. I feel great. <laughs> good 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 Hell yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pumped up man I've, i have to be up for a few more hours editing and i'm just like i'm pumped this show is exciting right here on twitch uh on the 14th of this month we are yeah. going to come back with legends and libations uh yeah it will be our uh spooky episode talking this about Samhain very and witchy the, <laughs> the equinox and harvest festivals and all that stuff uh, the drink of choice is pumpkin ale. Yeah, get your wicker men Ooh. ready. Yeah, <laughs> love it. All right, guys. Well, we will be back soon. We love you all. Three thousand. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And a special thanks to all of our subscribers at Patreon.com/slash/MCUcast. You make this show possible. And a huge shout out to both. That's right, there's two of them now. Illuminati tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III and Lieutenant Bongo. Thank you guys. If you want to find all of our fine Stranded Panda podcasts, go to strandedpanda.com. And for a video version, check out youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you want to take part in our live streams, go to twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv. 